Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that there is more to confidence in the bedroom or the kitchen or the sex club or a stairwell or the woods or wherever you are. There's so much more to sex wherever you do it than just jackhammering away. But if all you're missing in your relationship is some mutually beneficial stiffness, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office with the doctors that never got trained in sex ed and how to talk to people about it, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They say that there is nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can help give you confidence where it counts. Of course, I know you sweet listeners know that using confidence to connect, if you can be confident enough to be really vulnerable with someone, to communicate, to create a safe space that you occupy together, that is super hot. That's the foundation of a connection. And if you have a boner, that can definitely help you do certain things that you know that I love, just as long as you don't skip all the other stuff too. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. And as they say, chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER. At checkout, you just pay $5 shipping. That is bluechew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Hello, lovely humans. I am Wildly, and you're listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we share very intimate details about all things sexy in an effort to improve sex lives everywhere. And my guest on the podcast today, I am very excited to introduce to you, B. Hello, B. Hi. Okay. Will you tell our listeners your age or generation? Uh, I am 35. Your orientation and identity i don't i don't really know like i kind of don't like labeling myself because I, I i just um i just never really fit, fit in the label great i just never really yeah okay it's uh what do you do for work i'm a fine art photographer like i make awesome. uh, a lot of art um based on my uh, my experience and stuff and i want to make that like full time fuck yeah yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's my goal right now. I'm trying to get into some galleries and stuff. So yeah. Love. And then will you just tell us a little bit about your background, like where you know, maybe where you grew up or what your family was like, and maybe then segue into did you get a sex talk? I I live in New York. I've been in New York most of my life. Uh I I moved away when I was when I was uh, an early teenager. A lot of stuff happened in my early years. So I had to like move away and like uh I went to boarding school. Uh, all male boarding school and stuff. Oh wow! Uh, for like in Virginia and then in Massachusetts. Okay. And, and then I came back to, uh, to the area when I was eighteen. So uh, did I get the sex talk? Um, I got a book. Uh, it was called "What's Happening to My Body: Book for Boys." Okay. And uh, it was awkward, like it always is, like t- t- talking to your parents. And they, we didn't really talk. They were like, oh, here's this book. If you have any questions, you can come to us. And I was like, okay. okay. And did and, you uh, did you ever go to them? Did you ever have any questions for them? Um, not really questions. Um, not, not really. Like, the book pretty much explained enough, you know? So, yeah. um, plus it would have been awkward. Totally. Yeah. Did you have uh, any siblings? Or were you... Uh, yeah, uh, I had six other siblings. We're all we were all adopted. Yeah. Oh wow. Where yeah. where did you fall uh, in was, terms of like? I was the second oldest. Okay. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Whoa. And yeah. then you went to boarding school. What yeah. what was uh what was the environment around sexuality in boarding school? Um, it wasn't very like. It was, it was pretty strict. Like they. They didn't really want us engaging in any of that stuff because they said it was like distracting and it wasn't like the greatest. So like from thirteen to eighteen, like it was. I mean, we. I mean, it was all all males. And during that time, like I thought I identified as gay uh-huh. uh, because like from thirteen to eighteen, like all being nothing but dudes. You're kind of yeah. Just, so I have a question. Where? At a boarding school, where do you masturbate? Like, what's the private space like? Because that's a time when you're like, I mean, that's a time when I started like masturbating a lot. Where do, where would you do that at a boarding school? Shower? Probably a shower, yeah. Yeah. Unless you had a single room. Okay. Okay. Most of the times you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. You want to dive into any early like masturbation stories or just discovering yourself or what, what was your discovery of your sexuality like? I remember at home, like. I remember after getting this book, I talked about masturbating, talked about like how to do it. And I re- Wait, the book, the book was like, here's how to do it. Yeah. Sort of like, like very, not very detailed, but like, yeah, like this is how you do it. So I was like, okay, I was probably like 11. Mm-hmm. So like 10, 11. And like, I remember. So the shower was the place to do it because that was like the only place I got privacy, had privacy. Yeah. So like, I just remember, I remember like trying like so hard to to have an orgasm, and it was like it was like the shiny unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember just being so defeated so many times. Really? Cause, like, yeah, because you would get, I would get like right to the edge, and then nothing. It would just like. And it was just like, I remember the first time it was like, sometimes I think about it and I'm like, I wish I could go back to that spot because it was like so magical. It was like, 
actually finally catching that unicorn. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it was like time stopped. And it was just like, whoa. And it's like it's like that point in time where like you kind of feel that you're an adult mm-hmm. or that like your life changed at that point. And it was it, it, it's a strange moment. Like yeah. I don't I don't know if it was like that for you or anyone else, but like I remember in the shower and it was just like, whoa, like my life's never coming. <laughs> it's funny. I actually can't remember the like exact first time that I had an orgasm from masturbation, but I do remember that I was masturbating young enough that like when I started, I did not have pubic hair. And I remember when I started growing pubic hair, I remember when it started to grow, I was like, okay, this is the end. There's hair there. <laughs> like I thought like getting hair meant I had to stop touching myself because like some window had closed or something. And then I was like, oh, I can do this anyway. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Like I just can remember that moment. It was just like so many things are happening and like you could just feel that your life is changing. Like something, something big is happening. Mm. Something big happened. Now that you're looking back on it, would you say that that feels true to you? Do you feel like it was a big like turning point for you? And if so, how? Like I'm not a religious person, but I'm like sort of thinking of it like not a bad thing, but it's kind of like when I guess Eve like took the apple, you know, Mm. like it's kind of like something like that. Like you're changing something and like either it's a rite of passage or you're not you're not really a child anymore. Like you're going into like an adult, like part of the world. Um, not, and not that it's like, and not, it's still innocent, but yeah. it's still, still very, uh, very adult. It's a milestone. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I was definitely masturbating when I was a kid and did not conceive of it as a particularly sexual or adult thing, but it definitely does feel like a, like a, you know, like a rite of passage almost. Yeah. 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 So yeah. how did your, uh, sex, how did your sex life unfold? Like, so, where has it gone? Give us an overview and then I'll interrupt you and ask questions when I get excited. So from, from there, like, masturbation was like the greatest thing ever and uh it was like it, i i think it was like trying to catch that initial uh, uh like that first that first time like because that first time is like because you're feeling something you've never felt before yeah so from that point on you're like trying to like get back to that spot but like you just keep doing it and i was i was young and um so the first person that I ever did anything with, so my, my, uh, my family very into the, was very into the church and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, I guess I was too, in a way. Um, but I was Can like, I ask what kind of church it was? Like, it was, was it? like a Presbyterian. Okay. So every year, because uh, my dad was a part of the Mason, so every year mm-hmm. he would, uh, or the church would give like scholarships to this camp this like mason camp where all the mason sons go to what that's a thing yeah yeah so so it'd be a camp and it was an awesome camp don't get me wrong like it was it was awesome uh, yeah um, i'm sure and uh 
I remember we were swimming and this boy like got really close to me and I don't know if we I don't know if he kissed me or like touched me or something and like something went off like like fireworks and I was like uh I was confused a little bit and I was like I don't know what this means mm. like but I like how it felt or whatever um did he so, touch you like just on your body or was it general yeah, I, think, I, think it was, I think it was just on my body like okay. and I think it, I, I think that's what happened first and then there was a kiss and then mm. like like I didn't really know what it meant um and so later so later on like maybe a day or two ago like or like a day or two afterwards we we met we met late late at night in the um in like the restroom mm. and uh he was a I think he was a little older than me and uh I guess that was the first time I had sex. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, I, I felt it was like fireworks, but like, I also knew that like I was at Mason's camp for like church and stuff. So it was like, I don't know. Like, I felt very guilty about it, but like, I was like, that was magical, and uh, yeah. it was. Uh, it was definitely experience and like the older I got, the more I was like, that was freaking hot. Yeah. Can we pause and can you tell us some details of that bathroom? Like, was it just like paint the picture? Was it a private stall? Was it like a bathroom that anyone could have walked in? What, um, where, where did you do stuff? What were the mechanics like? No, it was kind of, uh, so it was like, so it was like a bathroom with many stalls and stuff. And uh, yeah, anyone could have walked in, but it was like the middle of the night and stuff. Were you really, in? One of the stalls? Yeah, we were in one of the stalls. Okay. And I don't even I don't even know how how we like ended up there. I don't know if we planned it or yeah, I don't remember the logistics to that. And I didn't know anything. So he was yeah. like sort of like chaperoning me through it the whole process. And uh yeah. it was scary but exciting at the same time. So did you do like did you do everything? Was there foreplay? What how did it do you remember? Um, I remember touching, uh, like we we're just touching each other, and I remember uh, like kissing, and uh, then it turned into anal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had no idea about any of this. The book definitely didn't like explain this stuff. Like it's explained like homosexuality, but it didn't go into detail. Like it went into it with straight sex. Did, were you just like figuring it out as you went? Were you like, I think this is normal. I don't know. Blah blah blah. Like, I, I had no idea. He was kind of just like bringing me along for the ride. And okay. I was just like, okay. I was like, like this feels good. So sure. That's amazing. Um, is it too personal if I ask if you were bottom or top? I was bottom. Okay. Love. Did you have a? Did you have an orgasm the first time? No. What does it feel like to have an orgasm as a bottom when you're when you have male parts? Because I've had some asgasms and I wonder if it's the same and I have no idea. It's more explosive. It's like it's like it's like a regular one times ten or whatever like that. It's kind of like if you edge a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you edge for like days. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. 
So what happened next? Like after that, like after, after that, that, or just your next experience or what, you know, whatever feels. So, so after I got out of like, um, Purdue school, I came back to this area and then, um, I was going to college and I met this girl in my biology class and she was cool and she wanted to hang out. And I was like, all right, cool. We're going to be friends. And, uh, we were sitting in the parking lot of the college and like, I think she started touching me and I was like, okay and my body started reacting and i was like i don't know if this is supposed to be happening like i thought i was like gay and this is not gay yeah so yeah and then she she gave me a blowjob in the uh parking lot and i was like wow i I was like confused but like okay this is new yeah so yeah i remember talking to some friends i was like well this happened and they were like oh that's cool (laughs) and i was like i'm like you're not helping me like what do i do and they were like just go go with it so we so we had hung out like a lot that week me and that girl Mm -hmm. and we had planned by the end of the week to like have sex so i was like all right like i don't really know what to do here so let's uh so i wanted to make it really romantic Mm -hmm. so i went out to the store and bought all these candles, like a hundred candles from the dollar store. I was gonna put them all and like make this path to my bedroom and like oh. make this really like trying not to burn my house down. But like <laughs> it was so I did that and then I got dressed up and then we went to the movies and like in being like so excited I'd forgot my wallet. And then she she had to pay for the movie. And the movie that I originally wanted to see was something like some kind of like romantic, cheesy thing. But then she picked a different movie. So it kind of like changed the vibe. Okay. So I was kind of upset about that, that I messed that up. And then <laughs> I'm dressed in like church clothes. Like, Aww. and I went home or we went, we went back to my place and I like cooked spaghetti. Cause I was like, I'm going to make a meal yeah. and I'm going to like, I'm going to be all suave. And yeah. so I made a meal and then I told her to like stay in the living room. So I, I lit all these candles all over my bedroom and then like told her to close her eyes. And then I brought her to the bedroom and stuff. And she didn't react to any of it. It was kind of like she didn't even what? see anything. It was just like she did not have the reaction I thought she was going to have. And it just put a damper on the whole thing. Like I don't even remember the sex. I know we had sex, but yeah. like. The whole time I was like, what did I do wrong? Like, oh. like, why didn't we, why didn't she like that? Like, um, I think part of it was because I was in like boarding school for so long. Like I didn't get the lessons on like what to do. And like, I don't know. I, I think I had just had this like romantic notion. I mean, we only known each other for like a little bit. Like, yeah. so, and we weren't in love or anything, but like, no. I thought that's what you would do. Like, like you 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 know you'd be romantic when something like that happens like i didn't know anything about casual sex or any of that stuff well first of all i think that that's very romantic and nice and even if you are casual with someone like mm. who wouldn't appreciate that that's crazy to i could have burned my house down my you could have burned your house down for her i mean it is a nice romantic gesture and i'm curious did you guys ever talk after that did she ever give you like was no, she we, like we, that was too much or anything that like was that? on a friday i think we broke up on monday okay 
well. But we weren't really together, like so. Right. Was, we kind of, we were kind of just like hooking up and stuff. We didn't even really, well, like we were like we were like friendly to each other, but like it just it was yeah. just one of those things, and I didn't yeah. really know what one of those things was. So like it hurt for a little bit. Yeah. And I was like. I was still learning the world and stuff and how stuff happened and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. um, so after that experience, you said earlier that when you, when you were exploring with this woman, you said when you were talking to your friends, like, what should I do? What was the feeling around, like feeling like you needed to do something? Like, it sounds like there was maybe a decision you wanted to make or some sort of, what was your thought process there? Because when we talked about like actually like having sex, um, because I told her like I never done anything with girls before, and she was like, Mm -hmm. I can help you with that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. she said yes. And then I was like, I hung up um, because we actually talked on the phone. And uh, I hung up and I was just like, okay, what what do people that are going to do this do? Like, are they romantic? Are they like, do they prepare like how so like i was like all right i'll take it to a movie and i'll like uh cook dinner and do all this like really nice stuff um because i i i yeah <laughs> just i just thought thought that's what you were supposed to do like i really had no back back like story or history of, of that stuff so i was trying to be like as respectful and like nice as possible because i was lost yeah how did that experience affect you going forward i kind of focused a lot on school after that i was like i didn't really want to go down that path and i and i was uh i was i was taking like a full load of school and uh i was on the basketball team so i had a lot of stuff that um was able to distract me that first semester the the first like two semesters so like i didn't really do much after that like um it wasn't until maybe the next semester like i met up i i met this girl like i started learning about like online dating and stuff like that like mm-hmm. uh, like all that stuff and, and for a frame of reference approximately how long ago was this uh from now yeah so like just because because I, I feel like early online dating is very different from like the apps and tinder you know it's i think I think it was like right when Match.com came. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that was like when I was eighteen. Like okay. okay. No, maybe maybe nineteen. And I'm like thirty five now. So yeah. Like, yeah. So I think it was like, uh, or was it Cupid? It might have been Cupid. Oh was, yeah. Yes. I, I feel like. I feel like OkCupid is the most accessible thing because Match no, was like more for grown-ups. I, I don't even think it was OkCupid. I think oh. it was Cupid back then. Oh, like, just Cupid. <laughs> I think it was. I think there was a site called Cupid, but yeah. um, I know one of them was Match. I, I think Match was one of them, but I do remember like a Cupid. Yeah. Um, so like, I remember meeting up with this one girl, and uh, she didn't want to do any sex, but she just wanted to like. She just wanted to get a like hand job. On the first like on the first date, did she say that ahead no, of time? No, no, no. That was it? like all she wanted to do. Like she didn't want to do anything else. What? Wait, and so I, was her was her profile like, hi, I want to do hand No, 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 no. We don't know. Like, so I met her from the profile and then like we oh. hung out and then 
pretty that's pretty much we would just hang out and talk and then like that's pretty much all we did like that's <laughs> all she she really wanted she didn't want any sex or anything like that all right i have a question what are your thoughts on getting hand jobs from other people like what's it based on your range of experience like have you ever had a really good one or when someone's giving you a hand job are you like oh i wish i were i wish this were my hand there 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 are good ones and then there are like ones that I was, I was thinking about this the other day because, like, the thing with me is I love pleasuring other people. So, like, when it's all focused on me, like, I feel like I feel weird sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I I prefer like a hand job with a blow job, like yeah. the the combo. Like, um, but still, like, but if you're gonna give a good hand job, I think you have to use like both hands. Tell me more. And like, um. So I so I watched your last episode and uh, <laughs> she was talking about like doing the circle motion like yeah. and yeah that works really well. Okay, um, so you're into that ball play or no ball play? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, depending on because sometimes we're super sensitive. And sometimes yeah. We're not. And yeah, do you just I mean, do do you just tell your partner on the day like hey today's a sensitive day or like go harder um, today? Uh, it depends. Like. Go with it and then see where it's at and then I'll let you know. Got it. Yeah. So I think it depends on like how experienced the person is. I mean, but back then, like I didn't really have any experience. So like, yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like more and more I'm like, it depends on how experienced both people are because I actually, oh, yeah. I think yeah. back to early me and like, mediocre sex like i was definitely half of that but it's because i did not know i didn't know what i was doing i didn't know how to talk about it or ask about it and i didn't know yeah i've been thinking about my early casual sex a lot and i didn't know how much permission i had to actually connect with the person because this is okay this is just a sidebar of something i've been thinking about a lot but like as i think about like possible casual sex now i'm fine with the idea of casual sex but i still want it to be connected oh yeah Cause it's more interesting and like, it's just better and it's more, I don't know, exciting. And it doesn't mean we have to be in love, but, um, this has been on my mind cause I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about like you're, you're actually, you're actually friends. Like yeah. you actually like yes. care about one another. Yeah. That's not just like bone and go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause the, the, I think the only instance in which I'd be interested in just like completely anonymous fucking is if I was in some sort of scene where that was the setup and I was like tied to a table, you know, and just had different people coming up to fuck me. <laughs> like, like, like in a very kinky, like contained. Like, like sort of role playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And like having a person that is like watching it, making sure I'm safe, you know, like oh, a dom or something. So, yeah, totally. all right. But I digress. Okay. So back to this hand job friend. So, oh my God, we had, we had this blue, so, um, I had this blue, like, remember how they used to, like, have those, um, cylinders that you would put in, like, water bottles, uh, you would put it in the freezer and let it freeze, and then put it in a water bottle? Yeah. We had one of those, and. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, like, so we played around with, like, temperature playing, oh my God. (laughs) I think. I think you're talking about a corksicle. <laughs> like that's one of the brands, a corksicle, which is just amazing. I kind of want to write to them and be like, hey guys. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we played around with that and that was amazing because uh, 
I'm I'm a I'm a texture and uh, sensual or sensation person. Like Same. that's 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 my stuff. Like I love cold and I love metal and I love like different feelings and stuff. Ooh. So um, I don't remember if that was her idea or my idea, but whoever is it was, it was magical. Will you talk a little bit more about the sensations? Like, what kind of metal do you like? Like, how do you like to experience it? Because um, I really went into it when I started getting into the King scene, like much later on. Like, mm-hmm. um, but like I didn't know I didn't know about that before. But like with this, with the with the with the ice, like just like tracing along the body and stuff, just mm-hmm. like sets your like sets your body on fire and stuff, and yeah. it's just like. Because people don't realize your whole body is like a sexual organ. Because if you can like start at like the bottom of your feet to like yep. the top of your head and just like not touch the the, the bits, yeah. like it'd be so much more magical. Yeah, it's like, it gets really delicious. Like, yeah, like so. Um, yeah, she used to do that, and uh, um, but later on, like when I was in the king scene and stuff. Like we did knife play and uh, electricity, like a uh, violent wand. Mm-hmm. And, um, Can you tell me a little bit about the knife play that you engaged in? And like, I, cause I have no experience with actual knife play and it sounds scary. And did you get bloody? No, that's okay. because like, so I was, uh, I was like strapped to like a cross and blindfolded. And like, I felt the, what I thought was a knife. Cause a lot of times, like if you're blindfolded, they won't use a knife, Yeah. but, but they, they, they're say, they're, they say, uh, we're, we're going to do some knife play or it will be a dull knife. But you, you think that it's like this big knife that they've been like wielding around, but they'll switch to another knife. Oh my God. <laughs> so it's like totally like a mind fuck, but yeah. like, oh, like. Cause it's just like cold. Cause it's like all your nerves go to that one spot. Mm-hmm. And like in your mind, you're like, if I move at all, I'm going to be cut. And like, but there's something just like sexy about it. Like not being cut, but like just yeah. that fear, but then also your body being like brought alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I did that. I did that once. I really liked that. And I, I, I think because of the sensory deprivation, uh, not being able to see that also, and I trust the people that I was like doing doing these activities with. Yeah, um, very important. Yes. Yeah. So, um, lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that the foundation to an awesome sex life is excellent mental and physical health. But if proper rest, exercise, and a healthy lifestyle aren't leading to the blood flow you'd like when and where you'd like it, check out BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. And the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with awkward physicians who aren't trained to talk about sex lives, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They always say first impressions are important, but what about lasting impressions? Lovers, I do believe that we can always make loving, lasting impressions by connecting and being present and chasing our pleasure and our partner's pleasure. 
And if your priority is making a deep, deep impression between two beautiful, enthusiastic thighs or cheeks in the name of partnered pleasure, I get it. I've worn a strap on now. I, too, love having a hard cock. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That is BlueChew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Can you fill in the gaps for us between our handjob friend and your explorations into kink? Like what, what happened that got you to explore kink? So in my 20s, like I was, I was still going to that same school and like my sex life was like just out of control. Like I was seeing a lot of different people and like, I don't know. It was, it was hard in ways because people would just use me for like emotional support. Like I was, Mm. I was a good friend, but like people didn't want to like be my girlfriend. Right. Like, but because I was emotional support, like that usually led into sex. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of sex in my twenties. Was it with mostly women or did you have sex with any dudes again? Just women. Okay. I tried to date men a little bit when I came back into this area, but it just didn't work out. Like I was on, I I met up with this one guy and he was like, just quick, just like too quick. Yeah. And I I had, uh, I have a history of like sexual abuse and stuff. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, um, we need to go slower. And he like was kind of pushy. And I was just like, you know what? We're not compatible. Yeah. Is there anything just at this moment that you want to say about your abuse history or anything that might be helpful to share, feel important to share? And it's okay if not. I mean, I've, I've worked through it. Uh, but I, 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 I feel like it, it, it changes. Um, it changes who, who you let in. Um, I don't, I don't think I'd ever be able to be with a, with a man again, but because of that, but, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know the, the, I've changed in other ways. So like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Um, so, so in my twenties, I was, I was just whoring it up. Um, I was just everywhere. Uh, it was fun, but it was like, it was also empty. Like, but like I was, I was, I was meeting most people online, mm-hmm. um, like, old, like older women. I was like in my early twenties, I was seeing women like probably in their thirties, mm-hmm. um, a few in their forties. Like I was just, it was just attractive being, um, it was kind of like I was desired in a different way than mm-hmm. like women my age. Um, I kind of enjoy, I kind of, uh, veered towards the older women. Yeah. Did you notice a difference in the sex with older women? They knew what the hell they wanted and they just like, <laughs> they just, they would tell me and like, there was no guessing and there was a, like, they just, they were experienced. They knew what they wanted and they just went for it. And there was none of this like game playing or just like this, like you got to guess and I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It was just, it was very different and very, 
like because we skipped all that like other stuff we were able to just have fun yeah and like oh yeah are there any standout moments where someone was like do this now and you were just like ah like anything like that or just like a whole bunch of them like like where i was surprised for about them asking not or just anything that like sticks in your memory, not necessarily surprised, but just where you're like, ah, oh, that was great or terrible so, or so weird. So the first woman, or so I met this one woman, like she was quite a bit older than me. She's had to be like maybe late thirties, maybe early forties. Uh, and like, uh, we had sex and she squirted and I was like, I had read up about it and I was like, that's another unicorn. Ah. Um, I always thought it was like attractive or like hot and all right, let's back up a little bit. Okay. So early on, so after uh I lost my virginity um to that one girl, I got into school and stuff, and then I had met this other girl and she ended up cheating on me. Mm. And I I put that all on me. I was like, all right, maybe I'm not satisfying her, maybe I don't know what I'm doing, like so oh. I went straight to the books. I was like researching everything. I was like, all right, so this this is the clitoris. I definitely need to find that. And like, just like, I really wanted to know, like, like it, there is an art to pleasing a woman. And I was like, I really want to know that. Like, I really want to like, I don't want this to happen. I do not want someone to cheat on me. Like, little did I know, yeah. like, she was just like, she was just messed up and had nothing to do with me. But like, yeah. I took it as a moment to like educate myself about like my sexuality and like how I was with people. And it, it, it helped a lot because like, I just, I became very, um, you know, I just wanted to please. Mm. So like, um, like I learned about like how to last longer in bed and how to like find a woman's uh, like combination because people don't know about the combination. Like, they just think it's like... Tell us. What's the combination? Do I have a combination and I don't know? I feel like all women have a combination, like... Because, like, a lot of women aren't going to orgasm straight from just, like, sex. True. Like... like, About about 70% will not. Yeah. So, like, you have to, like, find that combination. Some people like their nipples played with. Some people need, like, you know... The, the clit rubbed while like having sex you know some people need their neck uh like a few a few people uh a few women that i um messed around with uh they were they were an orgasm for just having their like neck sucked on what? You know, like yeah like That's insane <clears throat> and i'm jealous yeah so like you just have to find the combination and stuff and when you found it like they would give you, they would probably like just give you their wallet. Like if you didn't stop, <laughs> like, yeah. but seriously, like, yeah, and, I, I mean, I'm anyway. like, I'll do anything. What do you want? Let me, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it's, and it's magical. Like to see that, like the, to see that's, that's one of the things that I just love when they're in that moment where you're just yeah. doing everything just right. And, uh, what, uh, what did you read about staying hard longer? What is is that other so, so so just like paying attention to your body like you know when you're gonna come like mm. so like s- slow down your strokes you know like just like visualize different things like that will like sort of bring you like you know 
uh, slow your, your breathing's a big thing. Like yeah. your breathing, like really, like just bring yourself back into the moment. Like just like little things like that. It's really not like it's not rocket science, but like so many people are so selfish, like sexually. It's just like there's two of you there. Like yeah. So how'd you get to kink? You were having wild twenties. <laughs> You were fucking yeah, so, ladies in their thirties and forties. So, um, wait, why did we go backwards? So we, we were, yeah. Why do we go backwards? No. So the woman that was squirting, like I remember when that happened and I was like, Whoa, that was awesome. And like, we only saw each other like a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember just seeing people like once or twice and then they would disappear. And like that, that got to me after a while, like, um, because I wanted something more, like I wanted some, I wanted people to stay and cuddle and stuff, but some of these people had, some people, some people had like other relationships and stuff, um, which I feel a different way about now. Like back then I was just like, well, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. So I guess I'll do it. But Mm -hmm. now I was, now I'm just like, I, I don't really feel like that's the greatest thing, but I've also matured. Like, yeah. and, um, what what do you feel if they're in an open relationship, like something that is consensual? Oh, as as long as they're being open, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, like, but but for but, yourself, would you want to date someone that was already in some sort of primary partnership? Um, like now or back then? No. Um, I've always been open to the. Um, the idea of like polyamory and stuff like I, I I think I would do well in like a sort of unit yeah like relationship because like I feel like with one person like how can you really like I, that's a lot of pressure to yeah, like, that's exactly have, what I was thinking it's so much pressure so much pressure to like do everything for that one yeah. person like and yeah why why do we put so much pressure like there's there's billions of people on this earth like and like i I don't know i think it's i don't i don't think it's realistic and that's why things usually don't work out yeah i mean i I know it works for a lot of people and like good good for them (laughs) it does it does to a point but then what about all that stuff that that person doesn't like like that's a part of your identity like what do you just like throw those away like so you change parts of because not everyone like everyone has different sections like one's a circle one's a a square and triangle and like not everyone's gonna fill every every slot yep like why not take multiple people when they I don't know. It's it's interesting because I had a friend tell me once a while ago, like monogamy, lifelong monogamy is something that you can only do if you really commit to it. Like, like you commit at one point and then it's a specific, unique type of relationship that lasts your whole life. Like this is what this person was telling me back then. They have since divorced their ex-partner. Um But it was interesting because I remember as they were talking to me, explaining this, I was like, I could say the exact same thing about a single experience or about a poly experience, like sexually or in the broader relationship, like no matter what you choose, like for your entire life, that's the only thing that you're like, you can only make one choice at a time. 
like you're either with one person or you're with many people or you're alone or you're, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I just think it's always so, so interesting to hear those, those cases. And I think, uh, anyway, okay, I digress. Let's talk about sex some more. <laughs> Lovers, we are going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor. And they have given me notes to do a sultry female voice. So I'm very excited and I'm going to do my best. Did you know the Flora app is a safe place to open up, embrace your desires, and find like-minded people? This is the story of one couple who found the threesome of their dreams, discovered a new level of shared passion, and stepped into a whole other realm of possibilities, all thanks to Flora. As life's routine settled in, Robert and Lucy found themselves yearning to explore uncharted territories. So they downloaded Floor and embarked upon a thrilling journey of sensual experimentation, learning more about each other's desires in the process. Open-minded and adventurous, Robert and Lucy dreamt of adding a new dimension to their intimacy, sharing the touch of another woman, being witnessed and connecting in a way that transcends the ordinary. In Floor's diverse and accepting community, Lucy connected with Emily, a babe craving the same experiences. So they invited Robert to the conversation. The chemistry built and anticipation heightened as they exchanged messages until finally their agreed-upon date night arrived. A gorgeous hotel was the setting for their evening of pleasure, passion, and connection. A shared exploration that fulfilled each party's desires. Floor App celebrates the beauty of open-minded connections. It's a platform where fantasies come to life and desires are embraced without judgment. For couples seeking adventure with others or individuals keen on exploring, Fleur invites us all to a world where every desire is a possibility waiting to unfold. Download Fleur now, express your desires freely, and find like-minded people today. How did you get to kink? So, of course, it was that way, which I can't stand sometimes. Well, most times, I, just, I, yeah. I, can't, I can't stand it because it's... Yeah, what is it like? What is it like on your end? Like, what's your profile like? How are your interactions like? It's... I'm- so intimidated but i think about going back uh, i wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> it, it's 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 so sexualized and i feel like kink it, it needs its separate box it really mm-hmm. does it's yes sex can be involved but there's so, so much more to it um it can be a very spiritual thing it can be a very like yeah um I, I don't know. So, like, I found FetLife, and I forget what I was, like, looking for when I when I went into that. Um, I don't know. I think someone told me about, like, uh, submissive and domin- dominance, and I looked that up, and I was, like, because I had always, like, because I had always thought of myself, I'm, like, I'm not really masculine masculine, and I like pleasing people. So, like, I was, like, maybe there's a way to, like, up this some more mm-hmm. so i went on there and we had a local dungeon in this area and i um i talked to a few people and i was like all right i'm gonna try this out i'm gonna i'm gonna go and see what it's like and uh and it, and it intrigued me i remember the first like i think it was like a munch or whatever mm-hmm. and i went there and met some people and everyone seemed pretty cool and stuff and um um but like for me like sometimes i get into that like submissive male guilt thing where like i want to be like like i'll go i go to my profile and i'll be like all right today i'm gonna put that i'm a switch uh just so 
it doesn't say total su- submissive because like oh. I, I i feel like there's like a stigma sort of around like male submissives that way we're just like that we're like wusses and you know like or maybe that's just my own thing but i feel no i've i've heard that sort of like like we don't we don't know how to take care of ourselves so we need like someone else to take our care of ourselves and stuff and like people try to push you around and stuff and i'm like you're not gonna push me around like i'm from new york yeah also at the end of the day the submissive is in charge like i think that's the piece that people miss so often and they i mean for for my own personal submissive experience it is about like this is the space where i get to fucking chill Mm. like like for me it's where i get to set down all of my responsibilities and just do the thing and feel really good about being able to do the thing that someone's telling me to do and it's um yeah yeah um so so i went to a bunch of uh i went to a bunch of parties at this dungeon and stuff and uh started serving one of the one of the head uh mistresses and stuff mm-hmm. but then it, it then it got weird um i feel like a lot of the uh the headmistresses because there was there was a few they they would like they would like put the submissives up against each other like sort of like like a competition it was sort of like like it wasn't like it was kind of like the flavor of the day like they were like when new people came along they were all pay attention to all of them and like it kind of it, it would bring up my childhood stuff i don't know if it brought other other people's stuff up but that like, that would like uh, destroy would, my slave heart <laughs> Yeah, it, like, it, it it affected me a little bit, like, and, like, I don't know, like, some people, some people were just not good at what they were doing, and uh, I ended up, like, just breaking away from there, but, like, there were some, there were some good things that, like, I had some good relationships, I, I played a lot, um, we, like, I was able to do, like, electric play, which I loved. Mm. I really want like uh, I, I want a violet wand so badly. Um, what kind of attachments did you use, or like where on your body was it? So the it was just a regular flat attachment that mm-hmm. sort of looks like um, it was like a spiral. I think yep. first like like first when we were first trying it out, it's just like on the hand just to like test it out, and then like I don't know, it was just an awesome. It kind of felt like ah. Uh, I don't, I don't even know. Like, it sounds like when you're like shaving, like it makes that yeah. sound, which is <laughs> funny, but it feels like, I can't even, I mean, it feels like electricity, mm-hmm. but like, it just, yeah, it just lights your body up. And like, um, I would get it done on my, on my chest, um, on my arms, um, w- once on like my genitals. Oof. That was interesting. Like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was that was that, that was like, one of my. What part? Like the tip, or like? Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, no, but it reacted like. Oh, uh, it was like supercharged. Oh my gosh! Wait, did you? Were you hard? Did you get hard from it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I'm trying to. Rem- I can't remember if 
my former master and I ever used it on my pussy parts. Because sometimes I'm in a I'm in subspace and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. Everything is that. So, oh wow. Yeah. What? Okay. What else? So we've got a violet wand. We've got some knife play. Um, we've got I, being tied to a cross. I liked. Uh, what else did I like? Um, zippers. No, oh yeah i've zippers. been zippered zippers are fun where um, do you because i had them going down my boobs like over my nipples but then i know you can get zippered in different places and for I those have, of you who don't know zippering is clothes pens how do you describe it attached by a string uh, yeah clothes pens attached by a string and then they rip them off really fast yeah and for um, when i when i was doing it my master would get me he would edge me while being while i was zippered and mm. then when I was like really, really close, he would pull them all off as I was coming. <laughs> oh, God. Which is cr- like, that's a head explosion. And that's that's the only time that my cat, because I was like screaming so much, my cat came over and was like, meow. And I was like, no, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> so mine were like up my legs. Ooh. Like my, my inner thighs. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did that and then uh where did they do the other one they did i think it was like up my back okay sides. yeah i think i would like that i wonder yeah. i wonder if it could grab onto my butt skin because i like the idea of it like going from my scapula shoulders down to my butt but it's like i don't know if i have enough i mean like i have enough butt but it's like the skin's a little mm. anyway <laughs> only one way to find out <laughs> Okay, so we got some zippers. I liked flogging. I did not like caning or Oof. Uh, paddling. Like, oh, so really? I, so I like stingy. I don't like thuddy or whatever caning is. Cane is like the sharpest sting, I think. Yeah, yeah I did yeah. not like that. Because I got caned for one of my... No, I got paddled for one of my birthdays. Mm. I forget what birthday it was, and I did not like it, and I had, like, bruises. I, yeah. was, proud of, I was proud of the bruises, but I did yeah. not like it at all. I, I like, can oh. relate to that. Okay, I will say there are certain paddles I love, and there are certain paddles that I'm like, fuck that paddle. Like, I no, no, you know. Um, but what I what I really liked with my master's, he did such a good job of paying attention to me and switching it up so that I could, like, mm. feel proud and like handle the pain for just oh, the right yeah. amount so i got to like push my boundaries but like still feel successful that's oh, yeah. my like that's my favorite way that's my favorite way to be dumb i don't know what size flogger because like i don't like the teeny tiny ones because those are too stingy i mean i again a little bit i could handle it a little bit but if it was like like how, how, like how, how thick um, like when oh what do i say like when the tassels are like I don't know when they're very small and there aren't that many of them, like when it's only like a handful of tassels and they're very skinny, like, I don't know, a few millimeters. Those ones hurt so bad. But when yeah. it's like med- medium or I actually like the big, thicker, um, like I got flogged with a flogger where the tassels were about half an inch thick or three quarters inch thick and it was all leather. And I fucking love that. And the the dom that I was with that time, he was a, a daddy and he had these very fancy wrist motions and it was, it was amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't really remember. I don't remember. Like I know they had tons of toys. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you don't know what's happening. And, and, and some, some of them I did not like. 
Like, yeah. there, there were a few vloggers I did not like, but I yeah. like the ones with like the, the leather strips. Yeah. Uh, and too. they were they, the bigger ones, not the littler ones. Cause I yeah, think yeah. I tried the little ones and I was like, nope. Those, those can be very vicious yeah 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 what are what are some things that you haven't tried but you think you might like to try i wish when i had done when i was like in that in that uh like 20s i wish i had done more butt stuff mm. do you feel like but it's I, too late to start now or why do you no, wish no, I, I can't i, I oh, can't. okay but like i just um i just haven't had the chance like i really wanted to try pegging Mm. Um, that's, that's probably my top thing right now, but just finding the right person, I guess. Like now that I'm in my thirties, like I just, it's not like the twenties. I'm actually looking for someone to like build something, something with maybe not marriage or anything. Cause I don't know. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just, just something where like I can have fun with someone I can just like be, be connected with, like not Mm -hmm. just sexually. You know, mm-hmm. like someone like I can play games with. Like I mm-hmm. saw a movie re- recently. These two were like meeting up at a party and like they were talking to each other. But then you realize that they were a couple, but they were acting like they were just like yeah. meeting up for the first time. Totally. And, like, sort of like role playing type I stuff. I love that. I've always had a fantasy about, so I'm, I'm thinking about downloading Bumble. I was on Hinge for one week and then I got, I was like, this is not the right place. But I have a fantasy about being on a dating app and telling a person like, just meet me at this coffee place and like spill an iced coffee on my white shirt. And then we'll have to go to the store and buy a new shirt. And then da, 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 and oh then God, it turns yeah. into a first date. And, and like, just seeing if someone will play with me in that way, just to be mm. silly and just to be totally like, mm. I don't know. So I, I always think about that because I think online dating can be so, but when people are like, do you want to get coffee? Do you want, Shall we meet up for a drink? Like I'm just like I'm bored. No, I, mean, I don't. I don't like drinks. At least you get those messages. Like I've talked to people that just get the want to fuck messages. Oh, I just delete those. I'm just like no. <laughs> like, at least like, you get messages. So boring. Like, I I feel like I feel like because the the online dating is so saturated with stuff. Yeah. Like that, by the time people get to like my messages or other people's messages, they just like don't care or they're very yeah. like jaded and just very it's there's so much overwhelm and I, I it's interesting because like do I want to fuck the answer is yes like a resounding yes but but you're a you, person I'm a person and also just like starting with want to fuck is so boring so yeah. that just signals to me that your sex is probably gonna be really boring and like I just don't like I would literally rather be at home with a butt plug and a vibrator or not a vibrator, you know, or just my hands or whatever. It doesn't have to be true love for the rest of forever, but I need you to acknowledge that I'm a person, have some like small level of connection so that we can have a nice fun time and, together. And, and make an effort. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I don't know. Like I've I've been on dating websites for like a, a long time now, and it just feels like that's probably also why I don't do labels because like mm-hmm. I was putting that I was bisexual for so long mm-hmm. and like people were coming to me saying that I was going to cheat on them like with a man. What? I'm like, that's not what that means. Like, and it was just, it was just, um, interesting. Cause also yeah. I've never had a man be, you know, say anything similar to me. I've never had a dude think oh you're gonna cheat on me with a chick like it's which is 
Yeah, so it's where it's where like the the di- the difference with the dating like you guys get a lot of messages and probably a lot of bad messages. We oh, yeah. like, guys that actually try we don't really like we'll get response like uh I don't think we're we're compatible. Like I'll yeah. get stuff like that. I'm like how do you know? Like you just read like a little like paragraph. Yeah. You're not yeah. even trying. Like, well, I I think it's to- my experience was it was totally overwhelming, and then I got to this place where I was just like, I don't know, none of this, I don't know, nothing, um, which is why I deleted it, and I don't know, I don't know if I'll go back on, but I think about it. Also, there is a weird thing that happens that's very real where men seem to be caught off guard if I come forward with like forward energy. So like, mm. I I had an experience last week where I met this person, like he was working in a coffee shop and I like came in to buy something and we like had a moment and I was like, was that a moment? Was that not a moment? And then like 30 seconds later, he was like, blah, 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 girlfriend. And so I was like, I think there was some energy happening and I didn't say or do anything about it, but I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, what should I say to him? Should I do something? And then as I was, I was, he was like ringing me up. I was, he said, blah, blah, blah. My girlfriend just got back into town, which I'm just like, it is very abnormal for for a girlfriend to be brought up in that context with that rapidity. And so I feel like we both experienced something and he was like, ah, because I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I've just been, so I've been thinking a lot about like approaching people and like what that's like and women and men and blah, 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 and people in between and all of that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's different and it's been different for a while. Like I've been thinking about this a lot because it's all connected, like online dating and like the conversation of like, consent and yeah. like like can we can we tell you like you're beautiful or attractive like is that okay i don't know like i feel like our worlds and our, our worlds in this like in this area that's can, can can be very confusing it's totally confusing and i feel like we're you know making some progress because it's it's i i personally love that explicit consent is Oh yeah, totally. Becoming popular, like from from the perspective both of yes, let's not rape people, and okay. also uh, I love I love clarity because then I can spend my time thinking about like how do I want to fuck you rather than like is that even a thing the person would want? Should I say this? Should I say this? you know? It's like just cuts mm-hmm. for me. It cuts away a lot of anxiety. Um, what what do you hope? What hopes do you have for your sex life? going forward like what do you hope for yourself in this next phase of life like doing doing this doing this with you like that was that that's a big step because like i've always held i've always hold but held like guilt um with my sexuality i don't know if it came from like childhood because like after i started the after like the masturbation thing happened like mm-hmm. there came to a point where like I was sort of scolded by my like mother about it a little bit. Oh. Like, oh, you do it too much. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, other stuff was happening that wasn't great. And then, and then going to like boarding school and like them not wanting, like them like saying like being strict about it. Like, just uh, it just was never a topic. And like, yeah. so like I I think where I want to go to is like be more open about it. Like. That we're allowed to have conversations about that and not feel like dirty and stuff. And mm-hmm. I feel like along with this like conversation of like consent and all this stuff, 
it's it's easy to like have that guilt complex because other people do bad stuff like like am i a bad person also like i didn't do anything but like but i don't want to be seen like you know like i don't know my my anecdotal experience with this in the last i would say two years with the men that i know in my life is the good ones are so cautious about not you know they don't want to do the faux pas and I think we are in a period where we are figuring out what's okay and what's not okay. And I think that's, I think that's really tough for particularly for men who want to do the right thing. And you know, stuff is changing, and we don't know what that is sometimes. But that's why I also just love asking, like ask it, just being really, really clear. Um, for me, is the best. I know it's not the same way for everybody, but uh, yeah. Yeah, and I've always been like I've always been a pretty open person with like just asking people if they're okay, like just checking in because I know because of like my trauma in my life and stuff, like I want people to check in on me. Yeah. And and sex is like sex is powerful stuff, and like from second to second, we don't know what's going on with another person. So like, like so like. If you're if you're changing what you're doing, like you still gotta check in on people. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Any fantasies? So we got pegging, that's kind of like a bucket list thing, but like what what's a wild fantasy or something that you're just like, oh, this would be great. Like I've always had one, like, you know how they have like the windows, uh, like the what's the window stores mm-hmm. or the, where they would like put all the mannequins and stuff. Yeah. Like the Macy's windows or the, yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I always thought it would be like hot to like be fucking someone like in yes. one of those. So <laughs> people like walking by would have to like, Oh my God. Get to watch you. But yeah. Fuck yeah. It's yeah. a good fantasy. Yeah. Oh my God. Any others? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think okay. just, um, I really, I really want to get into like, like more like ass play, yeah. you know, like, oh yeah, like, like rimming, like stuff like that. Like, uh, I, yeah. I wish I'd done that more. Cause a lot of people, a few people had asked in my twenties and I was just like, I wasn't really like, I didn't really research that stuff. And I was like, I'm pretty big. I don't want to hurt somebody. Like, yeah. I don't want to like destroy you. And like this one girl was like really into it and like had me like just like use my fingers and mm-hmm. like uh yeah. I wish I had gone further with her, but I don't well, know. I think I think it's not too late to start. And I and I will say my ex master did not I think he didn't start doing butt stuff until he was in his 40s or maybe even 50. And so it's like, you know, explore it when you explore it. It's good. Yeah, totally. Okay. If you could go back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice, what age would you pick and what would you say? Damn. Probably probably one would be 13 and I'll just be like, uh... I just be like keep trekking because you'll get to a spot because like I feel like our journeys are very our journeys are meant to be our our own and sometimes we we focus on the hard stuff and the bad stuff but then mm-hmm. like if you look at where you are now and see the stuff that you're grateful for 
you know, because I found my, I didn't find my art stuff until uh, like maybe four or five years ago. You know, like yeah. so who, who knows? Like I might be if I didn't go through all that stuff, I may be an accountant or like Same. you know, yes, a baker yes. or something like that. Like something that just okay, a baker sounds delicious, but no, yes. a banker. No, oh, a banker. I love to be a baker. <laughs> Banker sounds less delicious. No, uh, not a, yeah, very true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then probably like probably in my twenties, like just just tell myself to keep having fun and just to like um do more butt stuff. Yeah, like but like I feel like I was searching like I feel like I wasn't being present and like focusing on like the stuff that I didn't have because I wasn't mm-hmm. like I wasn't in a relationship and I think I paid a lot of attention on that. I think that brought me down a lot. And, yeah. and, I was, and instead of being like, dude, you're having so much sex, like just enjoy it. Cause like when you're older, you're not going to have this much sex. <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah. not realized you're not going to have this, as much sex. I mean, part of it's like being in school and stuff. So you got a bunch of yeah. other people. So it's exactly. like the access is very, yeah. Uh, it's like built yeah. in. Oh yeah. I don't know if it's a sex question, but it's like, how did you, or if you were all, were you always like this open? Like, you're just like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a child, a childish. <laughs> no, no. It's kind of like, a, it's a childish curiosity, which like, I think that's what drew me to you. And I was just like, Oh my God, I want to be like that. Where like, there's no, there's none of this adult like worry like what are other people going to think if i ask about this or you're you're just like you're just curious and just open about like everything i'm really really lucky because i was raised in a safe loving super stable environment so that's my foundation and it was medium conservative so i did develop this sort of like buttoned up feeling and my, I, I have always been extremely curious, and I would say that 90% of my sexual explorations have come from me going, what would happen if I did this? Oh, is this a thing? Is this going where I think it's going? And then just exploring. And I think because of my upbringing, I felt safe enough to explore because I, my body doesn't, doesn't know what it's like to feel the fear that I hear other people talk about. And so that's one of the reasons that I feel... Like I'm lucky to be able to do this because it's like, I don't, I I don't know. But, um, in terms of, yeah, how did I get to be so open? I think I did have a big moment, a turning point when I sort of ground myself into a nub, um, as a human, like I was working a job I hated and had cheated on a boyfriend with a female bodied person and their husband for the first time. And I, I, I fell apart. Like I, I really didn't think I would ever cheat on anybody. And I thought I was just going to like quit life. Not, not in a suicidal way, but in a very, like I recognized that if I didn't change something that I was, a, I was the next step was going to those very dark places. So I took myself away from the world for a while. And I was just alone in South America. And I sort of like, I was aware that I was running, but it was this like I was like running from all the things I didn't like and you can't actually do that. And so I think what what happened is 
during that time, I was like checking in with myself and like, what do I really want? And so it's almost like it opened up this new realm of possibility and exploration. And there is, I don't, I don't have all these pieces figured out, but there is something for me about like not having hair and starting over and creating that somehow is related to my sexuality and my exploration of kink. And when I met my master in 2017, that opened up so much for me that I suddenly became extra confused about like, why don't people talk about this? And the more that I experienced freedom and security and like new heights of sexual pleasure from this type of communication where we're like able to sit down and with a friend or, you know, like a complete stranger that I'm just meeting via Zoom for the first time, um, I get to talk about stuff I actually am interested in and care about. And for me, it's all about that connection. So um, I think it's a combination of like actual curiosity and lucky circumstances. And I'm just kind of getting to this point where, you know, I don't like, I don't know. I know the internet is forever, but also like I have a lot of homemade pornos out there that we've broken up. So I don't know if he's going to post them somewhere online. So I was like, you know what? I like talking about this. Like, let's spread it. So I don't know. Figuring it out as I go too. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Like, I, um, it, it made me, it made me think because you're talking about like cutting your hair and like, like, um, it's kind of like you're reborn. Yeah, you're and reborn. getting, getting like, to know myself, but in the most compassionate way, like not this harsh, like here's how I have to be now, but just this, like, okay, who are you, little creature? Oh, you, you're kind of like weirdly sexual and childish at the same time. I guess, okay, that's who we are. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, like I like the idea of like we can like change ourselves and like say like we don't want to be these people anymore and just like sort of like re, re like give ourselves what we need and like re re like birth ourselves. Yeah, yeah. That was make me think of like deeper vendetta. I don't know if you ever saw that. Oh movie. yeah, yes. And yes. like when she's just like in the rain, just like screaming. Like it's kind of like that, and I was just like, oh yeah. 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 And I and I love it. It's it's I mean, I do think that we are happier when we're in our bodies when we're creating when we're having sex, which I think is a think of as a creative act. And so also just making my artistic work the forefront of my life. I oh, mean, yeah. you yeah. you must have experience with that as well. It just it I literally feel turned on way more often because I'm feeding my little creative creature. So that's so that's the work that I'm interested in doing in the world is just being like, "No, no." I don't care if you do it for work, you're a creative being too. Like in the very at the very least in a sexual way, you know. Um, oh, I don't know, is that exclusive to asexual people? At the very least, everyone has their own some kind of creative spark that I wanna encourage. Yeah, totally. I think sex is part of that. So that's my long-winded answer. Eee! 